I have Brooke Cochran with me, who's Miss Diamond Australia 2019. Brooke, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing very well, apart from the stress of streaming live, which (laughs) (laughs) I guess we might as well start with that. You are all too familiar with because you do some streaming. Now, you're actually the second pageant competitor that I've interviewed who's actually building something on Twitch. So, oops. Oh, wait. So you interviewed another person from Twitch as well. Another pageant competitor who streams games on Twitch. Oh, that's so awesome. Uh, So you're few and far between. But, Brooke, why don't you uh, (laughs) – I kind of don't know whether to ask about the pageantry or the streaming first, but why don't don't you introduce yourself (laughs) – The two very different. (laughs) Why don't you introduce yourself as Miss Diamond first and um, tell us a bit about – because how long were you crowned? Like, was it – a month ago? Uh, it was in April. In April. So not too long ago. It was, it's very fresh, yeah. Okay. So tell us a bit about what happened over there and how you're feeling a month into your reign. Yeah, absolutely. So I got crowned uh, Miss Diamond Australia for 2019 back in Brisbane, which is actually my hometown. Um, I entered Miss Diamond and then I moved away from the pageant where it was going to be held, actually. So I had to fly back. But oh, you moved um, to Melbourne yeah. before you... <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's it's good timing. I, it's silly. I know. <laughs> it was the perfect timing. I think it was like a month or so before the pageant. Right. I was like, yep, I'm just going to move to Melbourne. So, yeah, I had to travel back. But um, it was all good. Uh, I got to see my family again. So it gave me a mm. reason to, to come back and... Um, yeah, I was lucky enough to be crowned. Uh, totally did not expect it at all. It's I'm still kind of in a bit of a whirlwind with it, really. Um, and now that it's been, you know, a month or in a, in a little bit of time, I've had time to kind of come to terms with it and really start to, to plan my year, I guess. So, yeah, I'm just really excited about it, to be honest. Well, I, I hope so. I mean... Because you initially reached out to me in the lead up to uh, Miss Diamond Australia, yes. and then I yes. saw that you had won, and I was like, "Oh, that's." <laughs> I mean, that, that's <laughs> great, but that doesn't often happen. I don't think that's a. I think that's the first time that's happened. Someone's re- re- reached out to me in the lead up, and then they've won, and then we've done the interview. Uh, Brooke, let me just yeah. bring you up to date with what's happening in the comments because you you can't no see that. So we have um, Hung Fam who has joined. Um. And he's written here, let me just bring it over here so I can read it. It says, Brooke, remember when we first met, MDA 2016, where you were a judge, then the next year came by and you competed, and then after a few years you won. What a journey. What has been your favorite moment throughout your pageant career, and what was the big push that encouraged you to compete in 2019? Why don't we tackle the first one? What has been your favorite moment so far? Yeah. uh, Look, I've been competing since I was 13. So I have definitely been doing it for such a long time now. Um, Pinpointing one exact moment is kind of hard for me. But um, of course, I would say winning Miss Diamond Australia was a huge thing for me because I hadn't ever, you know, won a national title before or an international title or anything like that. So finally winning one after that you know, amount of time and that amount of hard work and dedication I put in throughout those years was a really big thing for me. Um, another big thing for me over the, over the years, oh, I could hear myself for a second. Um, over the years was just, you know, making all the friends that I've made through pageantry. Like I've seriously made some of my best friends, um, in the world 
through pageantry over the years. And um, honestly, my pageant friends are probably some of my best friends that I have to date. So it's it's really awesome. Um, but just, yeah, really, I know it's kind of the cliche answer, but winning the title and just everything over the years, yeah, just all the experiences and everything. I had no idea that you competed for so long. So you said when you were 13 and without being impolite, so yeah. how long have you been competing? <laughs> um, I'm 21 now, uh, going on 22, so quite a while, yeah. I think you might actually win, though, in terms of percentage of your life that you've been competing in pageants. That's a really... You, you might yeah. actually be the well, person that's only... competed the most years out of anyone I've ever competed. <laughs> yeah, well, to be fair, though, I did start in glitz pageants. So I didn't start in the the more national style right. pageants. Um, I think I only started competing in those ones maybe when I was like 16, 17. So like still a long yeah. time, but not as long as 13 sure. yet. Okay. And also Hung's other question, what was a big push that encouraged you to compete in 2019? Well, um, you know, like Hung said, I judged, I don't remember what year it was, a few years ago now, um, and then I competed a few years back, and then, um, you know, I've actually attended every single Miss Diamond Australia pageant just because I love it so much. But um, for me, you know, I did compete. I got second runner-up in the team division uh, a couple years ago, and then this year I was in the Miss division, and you know, I took a bit of a break from pageantry and I wanted to get back into it because it is a passion of mine. I love it absolutely to bits. And, um, you know, I wanted to get into the Miss Diamond Australia pageant again because it felt like family in a way. Like uh, Morgan and Charlie, who are the directors, are absolutely amazing. Honestly, huge shout out to them. They instill confidence in so many people around Australia. And, you know, whether you win or whether you don't win the, the, the pageant, everyone becomes a part of the diamond family and that's what I love. Um, so I wanted to get involved again, literally just to be a part of that family. And I didn't really get into it to win. I literally just got into it for that family yeah. and winning was just the cherry on top. You got a pretty good unexpected bonus there then. I got to say that worked yeah, out pretty well. Exactly. It's like, oops, you won. Exactly. And like, of course I knew, you know, winning was an option, but I didn't really, um, you know, expect it, I guess. Well, Brooke, I'm just going to tell you because I think you, you mentioned Morgan and Charlie and I haven't had the pleasure of meeting those two, but is it Charlie Mancini? Yes. Because um, she, I'm assuming it's a she because it's got a profile picture of, of a lady. She's yeah. actually watching live now. <laughs> oh, hi, Charlie. <laughs> anything else you want to say to Charlie while she's watching? Oh, I love Charlie. Honestly, I just, I love them so much. I've known them for so many years now and they're just, they really care about, you know, their contestants. It's not just um, a transaction or anything like that. It's very much a family, like I said, and, and there's so much love there. So yes, yep, I love her. Charlie's <laughs> definitely watching. Uh, so let me bring up to date. So Charlie has said, oh, thank you so much. I think that's when you gave her the compliment. She's got a heart, yeah. a heart, a smiley face and an actual diamond. Actually, that's clever. You got the diamond emoji. That's very appropriate. Yeah. And uh, Charlie has said Morgan is here too. So oh, okay. do you want to say anything nice to Morgan? Yeah, honestly, both <laughs> of them. Both of them. Like I love them both to bits and they know that too. I, I think one of them is going crazy hitting the emojis because it's just emojis popping everywhere. But I think they <laughs> accidentally hit the crying emoji as well. Oh, no. I've done that before actually. Someone's just, <laughs> and you're like, oh, no. Someone's excited. Um, Ahung has written great directors agree with Brooke. 
and Charlie yeah. has said, we are so proud of you, Brooke. So those those two are watching. Um, Jasmine Farlow, I don't know if you know Jasmine Farlow. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. Yeah, her, she yeah. said dedication, that's the factor, hashtag go girl. Um, uh. And it's actually Jasmine Farlow's birthday today or, yes, oh. or yesterday. So. Oh, well, happy birthday either way. Yeah, happy birthday, Jasmine. Why, why are you on Facebook on your birthday? You should be out celebrating. <laughs> <laughs> but to track back, so, and I haven't had the pleasure or the privilege of being to Miss Diamond. Um, I've been to, I was on the Gold Coast a couple of weeks ago for Galaxy. Yeah, I saw that. But I've yeah. never had a chance to go to Miss Diamond. It was on the cards. It's just like I couldn't fit both in. What, um, in your mind, what separates the Diamond system from the other systems? Mm. I mean, uh, you know, an interesting thing about Miss Diamond is it's actually Miss slash Mr. Diamond. So there's a Mr. Division in it as well, which I think is really cool um, that they they try and involve every single person, no matter who you are. Um, but that also leads me on to my next point that the Miss Diamond Australia pageant is all about being unique and being your own true, you know, beauty um, and being perfectly yourself, I guess, is how I would put it. Um, and so even when I went into my interview at Miss Diamond, that was my point was that if I were crowned Miss Diamond Australia, which I was, <laughs> I wanted to, um, you know, instill that confidence in young girls and boys around Australia is that it doesn't matter, you know, your, sh your shape, your size, your color, your gender, anything, you can achieve your dreams, you can achieve your goals. Um, as long as you put in the hard work and dedication and the fact that that was, that's rewarded in the Miss Diamond Australia pageant, I think is really special. Um, and of course, like I mentioned before as well, is that it's like a family. Um, and I could just say so many good things about it and go on and on and on. But, um, yeah, that's truly why I love it. Can you give me an idea as to how pageantry has impacted you? I sometimes ask people, who would you be without pageantry? I, oh, I yeah. think for you, given that you started when you were 13, I'm not sure you might be able to separate the person you are now from pageantry, <laughs> but give us an idea of the sort of the personal journey you've been through because I've worked with young women. I know 13 through 14, 15, 16 can be an, in, an interesting time. Oh, yeah. To say the least, sure. can you compare who you are now with that crown on your head to when you were yeah. back starting at 13? Yeah. No, for me, it's been a huge, huge confidence booster. I mean, I started, um, I think growing up, I was very shy. I was naturally a very shy kid. Um, and some children are just like that. It's just in your nature sometimes. And for me, that was the person I was. And so pageantry really helped me come out of my shell a lot. But as well as that, I have had a longstanding struggle with anxiety, um, for, you know, as long as I can remember, even as young as a child. And so pageantry has really helped me with my anxiety as well. And being able to um, speak out on a platform about anxiety and the awareness of it and being able to raise money for charities that are directly supporting, um, you know, anxiety awareness and stuff like that. So overall, I would say it's my confidence that it's helped. But, um, yeah, I don't know, just... It's hard, like I, like you said, I did start when I was thirteen, so I can't really say. It's a difficult question exactly. for yourself. <laughs> yeah, because I've kind of grown up with it in a in a way, but um, I wouldn't have it any other way. I, I love pageants, and 
even one day when I'm no longer competing in them, I want, you know, my children to compete in them. Like I want it to be like a, a legacy. <laughs> you're thinking, you're thinking really so, far ahead. You did mention, yeah, I, you did mention the anxiety and I saw that um, you had a choice as to which, uh, I don't know if it's a charity or an organization, which organization you wanted to support in your journey. And remind me what it was. It was something to do with cyberbullying, wasn't it? Yeah, so uh, throughout my journey as a national finalist, I decided to support the Cyber Smile Foundation, which is actually a um, anti-cyberbullying organization. And uh, I feel like that kind of corresponded with my own personal platform of anxiety awareness because, uh, of course, cyberbullying is very prominent in this day and age and it can form into anxiety and it can form into, you know, other mental illnesses such as even depression and, and very, very serious things. So um, that was why that was my own personal charity. But this year I actually have decided I wanted to support a different charity for a few reasons. Uh, one is because the CyberSmile Foundation is very much an international organization and um, you know, although although it is, I guess it includes Australia, it is very hard to get in contact with them um, as far as getting, you know, like uh, even a, a confirmation to host an yep. event and stuff like that. So, yeah, I, I decided to change it to um, uh, Beyond Blue, mm -hmm. which is, you know, a pretty well-known charity in Australia, um, which supports anxiety awareness and, and all that stuff too. So, <laughs> yeah. I, I guess it's also nice to be able to support a charity that's more Australian-focused. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I think that makes sense. So, Charlie has written, you must come. I, I think that's written to me. As, to the, yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah. think that's written you, you to should. you. You should. You should. Next year, you should come. I, I, I will. Um She's also said that you've done a wonderful explanation and Hung has said we'll still be attending them when we get older and older, even in our <laughs> wheelchairs. We can never yeah. let pageantry go. It's in our blood now. So, uh, mm -hmm. I agree. Hung, you, you, I saw a post. You said you were very sick. I, I hope you're doing better now. Uh, but, Brooke, so you, you talked, we talked briefly about cyberbullying, which leads us very neatly yeah. into the cyber yeah. world where you stream. <laughs> I guess to cut to the chase, why? Not, not that there has to be a reason, but it's still unusual. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy to say mm. that girls who stream um, games, if they choose to, it's becoming more and more prominent, but it's still pretty yeah. rare. Like the majority would still be male. Mm. So how did you get into that? Yeah. Uh, well, I got introduced into, I guess, gaming um, maybe three or four years ago. And I gave it a shot and I really enjoyed it. And then that led me on to find the the platform Twitch. And so I thought it was just really fun to, to go into um, people's chat that were streaming games and be able to actually interact with mm. them. And, um, you know, you could, I'm going to sound like such a nerd, but you can ask them like <laughs> questions about the games and then they'll answer. And, you know, it's also helpful if, if you need, um, you know, help with a certain quest or something in a game, you can ask them. I don't know. I just thought it was really <laughs> cool. And so, <laughs> and so um, I thought, oh my gosh, maybe I should give it a shot because it's, you know, at that point I didn't really have, I guess, too much going for me. I was like, you know what, let's just try it. Let's just try it. Uh, it's free to do, so anyone can do it, absolutely anyone. Um, and so I tried it uh, maybe six months after that because my internet at the time wasn't good enough to stream, even though I wanted to. 
So uh, eventually I tried it and I had, you know, maybe one viewer in the chat. Like it literally, it was just me and a computer and there was like no one in the chat. <laughs> but it, it it's hard to get into it. But um, yeah, I got into it. And the reason I love it is because I can interact with people in the chat constantly. And um, in a way also, I guess increases my confidence as well as pageants because I am constantly having mm. to interact and talk to people as well. So, um, yeah, I just love it though. I, I love doing it. it. It makes me really happy. I, I got to say though, I mean, you left people were saying that you had one person in chat. You, you don't have one person in chat anymore. <laughs> you recently passed 2000 <laughs> subs, right? On Twitch. Uh, not of subs, you? uh, followers. Solves. Yeah. Because subs, um, you can subscribe to people, but it costs That's money. Right. So subs are different to follow. Yeah. 2000. That is still <laughs> an impressive number. I'm close to 3000 now. So I'm getting well, there. Time flies. Okay. So yes. we, we talked about that. Are you any good at games? Cause the other, I mentioned to you that I, I interviewed another girl who, or woman, um, who interviewed, she's a pageant <laughs> competitor and streams on Twitch, but she famously said to me that she's rubbish at games. Peach. How, how good are you? Okay, it depends on the game. All I've seen on I your Twitch like channel I'm is Fortnite. Good. That's that's all I've seen. Yeah, and the, the so I like to stream. Yeah, <laughs> I I did that one last night. Yeah, I like to do Fortnite because uh, I feel like I've kind of created my channel around mm-hmm. that game. Um, because on Twitch, you know, you can play multiple games, but at the end of the day some people come on Twitch only to watch one game. And so it's good to market yourself as having one game, I guess, because then people can always come and watch that one, you know, cause they enjoy that game. So, um, yeah, I, have kind of circled it around Fortnite, but, uh, I would say I'm pretty good at Fortnite. Pretty good. Okay. I'm decent. I wouldn't say I'm like bad. I wouldn't say I'm really good. I'm just kind of somewhere in the middle <laughs> trying my best. Um, <laughs> I also want to ask about the dancing in Fortnite. I, I haven't played Fortnite much myself. I don't think I played Fortnite at all. I know what it is. Um, and yeah. it's blown up huge. I mean, it was big enough that it was in the oh, it's it was nice. in the last Avengers movie. Spoiler alert. But, I mean, to get to that yeah. stage, you know you're doing big. But your character, mm-hmm. I just saw a clip where it was doing the dance. Is that the dance that you like? Is that dance? Does it have a name? Um, there's multiple different dances. There's probably about 20 or so dances I, you can yeah. do. So, yeah. No, the one I saw your character you doing just... was one that was made famous on an old TV show. When I say old, it was a Scrubs TV show. Oh, it's called Default Dance. Oh, that's a default dance because... It's just the default one that everyone has when they start Fortnite. So if you played, you would get that. Do you, do you know the story behind that dance? It's from that TV show, but I have no idea. The TV idea show was Scrubs. That. It's an old medical yeah. comedy. And the guy impromptu, the actor, just had to dance. He actually, I listened to an interview because he was talking about Fortnite because I love Scrubs and they started talking about Fortnite because that's his dance. And he only yeah. read the script the morning before and he needed to do a dance. And um, he's African-American, so, of course, they can all dance. Mm. It's in their blood. He did that on the spot. And it's become such a big thing that they put it in Fortnite. Um, oh, wow. I didn't know no. that. So that dance, it's just completely <laughs> it's created on the spot. Um, I just had to ask that. All right. So Hung has written, don't forget when you get older, there will be Mrs. Pageant as well. True. So nothing will stop. But I'll be, I'll be too busy putting my, my little daughter in pageants, you know. I don't want to be like direct competition with her. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be, yeah, that would be bad. 
Uh, Charlie has written the crew is coming online. Jackson, Sophie, Yay. and Morgan. Okay. Uh, hi guys. Okay, so um, to to circle back to the gaming, do you have any particular goals with that? I mean, obviously you enjoy it a lot and it's fun to watch. Do you have any goals in terms of building it? Um, yeah, so on Twitch uh, you have, I think, two or three stages. So um, you start off and then I think when you average maybe three viewers, you get affiliate with Twitch, um, which means people can mm -hmm. sub to you. So you can actually start getting money mm -hmm. from streaming, which is what my level is currently. And then after that, you can be a partner with Twitch. But in order to be a partner, that's probably the hardest obstacle to um, overcome. You need, I think, at least 75 average viewers. Mm -hmm. I think it is. Um, and you need like a really strong community and all that stuff. I probably averaged like 25, 30. So it's not really, you know, it's not close, but um, <laughs> hopefully one day I'm hoping by the end of the year, I can get partner. That's my goal. Wow. Can you give us an idea of some of the other stuff that maybe you do around gaming? Cause I imagine you don't just stream. So did I, I don't know if I saw yeah. Twitch or something, packs you, I was, I was listening yeah. to some of the clips and I heard packs in there somewhere. So what are some of the other yeah. things that you like to do surrounding gaming or, or being a nerd? And I know what these are, so I'm yeah. a nerd as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So PAX is a gaming convention held in Melbourne every year. Um, I'm actually going this year, already bought my tickets. Uh, so it's, it's basically a three day event and they have, um, a whole bunch of different games you can trial. Um, there's competitions, you can win stuff. Um, there's, there's new games you can trial. Um, there's, yeah, there's just like a whole bunch of stuff you can do, um, related to gaming. So that's something that I'm really looking forward to. Uh, you know, with gaming, I don't know. I, I just, I like to go out and hang out with, you know, my, my gaming buds that I hang out with online every night. Um, I see them in person, but a lot of my friends that I hang out with on, online actually don't live close to me at all. So um, we really just hang out online unless it's an event like PAX where maybe they'll fly in for, and then we can meet up in person, which is pretty cool. But, um, are yeah. there any games coming out that you're excited about? Um, not really. I kind of just like play the same game until one comes out that I may or may not like. I try it. And then if I really like it, I'll play it. But yeah, <laughs> that's fair enough. When, <laughs> I mean, when you first started streaming, did you were you immediately comfortable with it? Because the other competitor that oh. I interviewed, I'm, obviously there is a degree of sexual harassment on online, mm -hmm. and it oh, only sure. gets worse yeah. when you do something like YouTube, and then Twitch is like even worse than that potentially. Um, mm -hmm. So you said you weren't. So how how was that? Because that must have caused you to grow a pretty tough skin. Yeah, no, you do. You really do, especially as a girl. Um, it's very much, I would say, male-dominated um, Twitch streaming in general. Uh, I mean, there's plenty of girls that do it, but I would say it's male-dominated dominated because most of the males are the ones that are successful on Twitch, I would say. So, um, yeah, it is hard. You know, sometimes you get people in chat that, you know, say some really inappropriate things. But Twitch is really great in the sense that they have a few options. You can block people. You can have moderators in your chat that, you know, take care of the chat. If someone comes mm. in and says something inappropriate, they can ban them. They can time them out. You know, they can do whatever. So sometimes I don't even see the stuff that they say. And my moderators have already oh, wow. gotten on top right. of it and already got rid of it. So, yeah, my moderators are great. But, um, 
yeah, like when I very first started, it was super nerve wracking. And even if I don't do it for, let's say a week, uh, like when I went away to Miss Diamond uh, or to Brisbane for Miss Diamond, I didn't stream for like a week. And then I came back and I was so nervous to stream again. So, so nervous. I don't know what it is, but it just because I guess it's live yeah. maybe more nerve-wracking but yeah well, i mean you, i was gonna say we're doing this interview live i mean you must be used to doing yeah. everything live what oh i am but it's still like nerve-wracking a little bit yeah nerve-wracking in terms of hoping that you get the technology right or nerve-wracking and just that you haven't interacted with your followers for a while um yeah i don't know i guess because every stream is different and you never really know what to expect i mean I've had some streams that have been absolutely dead, like no one in chat. And it's like when you're used to having people in chat interacting with you and then you have a stream and there's not yeah. really anyone in chat, it's kind of like upsetting yeah. in a way. And then you have streams that are absolutely crazy, have, you know, all these trolls coming in and, you know, saying all these crazy things. So you never know what to expect mm. really. And I guess that's kind of scary yeah. in a way. Exciting as well, yeah. I guess. When, yeah, it's exciting. When do you stream? <laughs> Let's just get that out there. When do you stream? Um, normally at night time, I'm still, my schedule is all over the place. Like seriously, I never know when I'm going to stream. I still need to find the right time because the thing with streaming is Twitch is an international yeah. platform. So, um, people can watch from all around the world. So you want to stream at a time that's not just good for Australians, but good internationally. I don't uh, think there so, is such a time. I, I think you yeah, need to stream. There's not like a perfect yeah. time, but yeah, I, I would say the best time for Australians to stream is like, the the mid i think the afternoons maybe just after school because australians could mm. watch it's a relatively good time but also like americans i think that's like the night time or something but yeah i stream at like 7 p.m 8 p.m onwards until i'm you know finished <laughs> that, that that's not too bad i know trying to from trying to organize interviews with people all over the place that um australia's yeah. time zone is not really convenient for anyone else when you think oh, of the UK yeah, and then there's the East Coast of the US and then there's the West Coast of the US. Um, Sophie Jackson has said, hey, girl, so proud of you. Uh, I love Sophie. I met Sophie um, at my Miss Diamond. She's really, really wonderful. So to come back to pageantry, how did it feel when, when yeah. they announced you? Well, I don't know how it happens in Miss Diamond, but from what I've seen, when they have two of you left, is that what happened? They have two of you, yeah. and they announce a first runner-up. So it means that if your name gets yeah. called out, you haven't won, which still yeah. does my head, and I'm like, oh, my God. How did, how did that moment feel? Oh, gosh. Honestly, it's really hard for me to um, go back and relive that because I was so shocked and, like, just in a, in a moment. Um, I honestly – look, I've been – second round runner up so many times in competitions that every time it gets to the top five and they're, they're announcing fourth runner up, third runner up, second runner up. I'm just like, okay, that's me. I'm but like, that's what I'm getting. I've just accepted that. Yeah. And so I don't know if there's any videos or something, but of my face, when they're about mm. to announce, announce second runner up, I'm just like, yeah, okay, this is my time. <laughs> okay. okay. But then they didn't. And I was like, oh my gosh, I got like first runner up or mm. first. Um, and I was lucky enough to be uh, standing there with one of my really, really long time good friends, Emily. Um, and so that was really special as well is that we got to share that moment together in a way. So, um, yeah, I, I was completely shocked though. Do you, <laughs> completely do you shocked. you remember what your face looked like when they, again, it didn't announce your I name? Cried. You cried. I cried. 
<laughs> a lot. And then when um, after I got off the stage and I walked around the back, my mom ran like ran towards <laughs> me to give me a big hug, and she was crying. And then I like did this big emotional cry, like it was very emotional. But yeah, it was because it was a dream of not only mine but my mum's as well for so long. My mum has seen me go through many lows, like many lows um, in pageantry. So it, it was very exciting for both of us. <laughs> I can only imagine. Well, now that you yes. have the title, I guess what are your plans for the next 12 months? What do you plan to do with it? Yeah, uh, well, like I said in my interview going into Miss Diamond, I want to inspire people from all around Australia and even the world oh. if I can reach that far. Um, look, I... It's, it's been a long journey. And now that I finally got a national title that I'm so excited about, I'm so glad that I won it at Miss Diamond Australia. Um, I want to, of course, raise money for Beyond Blue because that is a huge part of my life um, and it means a lot to me. So I do have plans to uh, do, you know, like a sausage sizzle. I want to do like a trivia night and all this stuff. I've got plans going for that. I want to attend as many pageants as I can because um, I want to go and cheer on Australian pageantry because, as you know, it's not as big as, I guess, in the U.S. So we want to continue that. Um, I want to make as many appearances as I possibly can, um, as many as I can fit in anyway, and, and, yeah, just keep inspiring people as much as I can. And just on that, how would you like to be remembered if I if I said, "Hey, you met Brooke Cochran"? What would, how would you like to be remembered? What would you like them to say? The impression that you would like to leave on someone? Yeah, well, I would say I don't want to come across as you know this perfect pageant patty, as they call it in the US. I want to come across as real, oh. and I want to come across as you know, I am a nerd. I literally stream on Twitch, on the internet, playing games, but I'm also a pageant winner. Like those two things don't normally go together. <laughs> no. So I like normally they don't, right? So I want to just be remembered as someone who's real and honest and, um, you know, a hard worker and, and I guess my hard work finally paid off. Yeah. So how, it was about an eight year journey, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, a very long journey. <laughs> I, I think I'm just trying to think on the spot, but I do think you take the cake for the person who's been in, in it the longest, like eight, uh, eight years. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Well, but. I mean, it's a great thing in terms of persistence. I mean, you said that you had some lows in pageantry and look, I've, I've seen other mm. people go through some like, you know, when they kind of expected to win. Um, I mean, when I was up yeah. at Gallic. It's hard though. Well, yeah. absolutely. I mean... When I was up at Galaxy, my friend Alicia Van Schoonhoven won. That was her fourth time in the same pageant. Um, and she'd sort of gone third, second, first, and then she was standing up on stage again. I was just going like, please don't let her come first runner up again. Yeah, not first runner up again, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if that's a good thing or it'd be better just to lose <laughs> earlier on so you don't have that anxiety. Um, but Brooke, yeah. what do you do aside from the streaming and aside from the queening? What, what other things keep you busy? Um, honestly, I, so I moved from Queensland, like I said, I am now living in Victoria. Um, I'm still just trying to, I guess, find my ground. You know, I work, I'm a receptionist. Um, I, I don't know. I want to start university next year. So that's on my, on my list of to do's. I actually wanted to start second semester, but, um, like of this year doing primary education, but 
all the universities that I contacted, um, they don't have any courses that start mid-year for, for education. So I got to start next year. But um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just kind of hanging around, hanging out with friends, trying to make connections in Melbourne. Because when you move to a new state, like you move away from your family, you move away from all the people you know. So it's very much like you kind of have to build up again in a way. So yeah, I don't know. I'm just just having fun. Yeah. How, how are you finding uh, Melbourne versus... Victoria versus Queensland without offending anyone. <laughs> what, what are the differences? <laughs> no, that you I found? actually love yeah. it. I love, yeah, I love Victoria. I actually came to Melbourne, I believe, two times before I actually moved mm-hmm. here in a matter of just a few months because I actually came for last year's PAX convention and then I came back again just before mm-hmm. Christmas. Um, and I was lucky because, uh, I actually got to stay with some friends of mine who I actually met online through gaming, <laughs> which, <laughs> you know, that's another thing, but, um, yeah, I, I, I love it here. Honestly, it's amazing. I love the weather, um, growing up in Queensland, you would think I'm used to the yep. heat, but I'm not, <laughs> I'm definitely not. I completely prefer cold weather. I would much rather be freezing oh, no. to death than like just in that heat I just can't and because it's humid mm-hmm. as well it's not great um but I love just the big city feeling uh when you go into the city and it just feels really safe as well when I'm walking around the city I don't feel like I'm in any danger ever which is great um because of course you know you have my mom that's constantly worried about me <laughs> because I moved away from her and I've only ever lived like five minutes away from her. So being two states away now, she's always constantly worried about me, but, um, mom, I'm safe. It's all good. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's great. I love it here. I love it so much. Well, that, that's good to hear. I haven't heard too many people move from Queensland to Victoria for the weather. That, that is definitely normally. You oh, think well, you there's get the also other way. S- I know. Yeah, I'm sure there are other reasons. side of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mostly as well for, um, I probably should have mentioned this, but probably, um, as well, because this is where the big Twitch scene is, I guess, in Australia. A lot of it is in Melbourne. Esports is more so in Sydney, mm-hmm. but um, Twitch is more so in Melbourne. So, right. yeah, I moved here for that reason as well. Yeah, I completely understand that because I was up on the coast actually when I was up living on the Gold Coast when you originally contacted me. Um, and yeah. it, I, I love the environment there, but just in terms of work, uh, particularly things online, it was mm-hmm. very, very difficult. You've already mentioned Australian internet. That's one of the things. Oh, that yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's, let's yeah. not talk about <laughs> let's that. Let's not get started. Yeah. Australian internet just makes, oh, God, third world internet. Um, Charlie <laughs> has written your amazing book again. So super proud. Love Charlie and Morgan. You're very proud directors. We couldn't ask for a better role model for Miss Diamond. Uh, uh, and Cheryl Norris, or Cheryl, I'm sorry, I don't know how to pronounce that. Yeah, Cheryl. She's written, Hi, Brooke, doing amazing, much love from Gigi and family, with an X. God, those, those are my longtime pageant friends. I, I'm pretty sure they were the first pageant I ever went to. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, a long time. All, all those years ago. Okay. Yeah. Um, before we get to the final 10 questions, do you want to give everyone yeah. the best social details to follow you on? I will say, I know you can't see this, but on the overlay underneath your name, I've got your hashtag at, um, your tag at it's Bronchi. So that's oh, for your perfect. Instagram. Yeah. So any other ones or is yeah. that it? So that's my Instagram. Uh, of course I also have a Facebook page for Miss Diamond Australia. So I believe it's Miss Diamond Australia 2019, uh, that should be, yep, that should be right. Um, and then, yeah, that's probably it for social media. 
Okay, perfect. Don't have many. I just have Instagram and Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the two main ones you need. Um, yeah. Just before we go to the final 10 questions, I've been asking people recently this, and this is kind of a pageant test question, but what do you yeah. think, to completely change the topic, what do you think the biggest issue facing young women in Australia today is? Hmm. I would probably have to say the biggest issue is probably just, you know, when you go on Instagram mm. and you see all these perfect, you know, photoshopped models mm. and stuff like that. I think that is the biggest issue because you're constantly on your phone thinking, wow, why can't I look like that? Right? Like, why isn't my waist that thin? Why, you know, my arms are like, what? So I just think that trying, you know, envisioning this perfect body mm. and envisioning that as your future, I think is actually a big detriment to a lot of young women and boys as well, or men, um, because it's not real. Absolutely. And it's never going to be real. It's completely fake. And so I think, you know, that's another thing as Miss Diamond Australia that I want to spread is to be real. Like I was mentioning before, I want to be remembered as being real. Mm. So yeah, probably, yeah, I'd probably say that is the biggest issue. Okay. All right. I completely agree with that. Okay. Final 10 questions. So I'm just keeping an eye on the Facebook comments. All right. Final 10 questions. Pageant, pageant section. Here we go. What, number one, <laughs> what is your favorite word? Uh, I actually have no idea. Clumsy, I guess. Clumsy. Yeah. Is that because you are? Or do you? Yes. Okay. And it just came to my brain, so I was like, let's go with it. <laughs> every every pageant competitor I interview seems to say they're clumsy. They say they trip upstairs, they trip over I their own am, feet, though. and I've never Maybe seen it. Maybe it's just a pageant thing. I don't know, but I really am. I'm so clumsy. It sounds like a really bad trait to have, though. You're about to go on the runway, yeah, and you're in clumsy like, in heels. In heels, yeah. <laughs> in long dresses that you can I'm step on. I'm always worried that I'm going to trip over every single time. I'm just like, just pray I do not fall over on the stage. <laughs> okay. Number two, what is your least favorite word? From waste. <laughs> just doesn't sound great. It's just not a great image. Yeah. Actually been a while since someone answered that. As soon as you answered it, I, mean, <laughs> I, I was taken back to all the people who've ever said most, <laughs> most hated word ever. Okay. Question three, what turns you on? Uh, in what sense? <laughs> I always have to explain this to Australians. Americans get it. Uh, just general, in life, what gets you excited? Oh, what gets, okay. Um, positivity. Okay. And question four, what turns you off? Mm, I could say negativity, but uh, probably just unnecessarily rude people i would say mm. just there's no need to be rude no need okay question five what sound or noise do you love mm. sound i i genuinely probably the noise of my computer starting up because it's, you know, it's going to be a good time. You know, it's going to be a good time. Does it make a particular sound or you just mean the fans and the discs? It's just like, yeah, you can hear the fans like turning. Yeah. Like when you, when you press the button. Yeah. Yeah. I have a custom PC. I built it myself. So it does make a particular noise. When yeah. It same. Mine's custom. Yeah. yeah. I told you I was a nerd as well. Okay. Um, question six, what sound or noise do you hate? Uh, 
Probably the noise of babies crying, even though I love kids. Probably the noise of babies crying because, you know, when you're just like on a flight or something and I know <laughs> they can't really help it yeah. because babies will just cry. It's just what it is. And I would never get up anyone mm. for it. But just when babies crying, when you're just trying to relax and have a good time, it's just not great. Yeah. Got that. Yeah. <laughs> has, that ever, has that ever happened to you on a flight? Oh, yeah. Uh, we went on this one flight. It was like an international flight, oh. so it wasn't short. Um, I don't remember the airline, but there was kids crying, going up and down the hallways, and the flight attendants were just, like, letting it all happen. Like, they weren't even – like, kids were going mental. It right. was the craziest thing I've ever seen. And, yeah, there was babies crying, and uh, not a good time. Not a good time. Okay. Yeah, no, that sounds hor- horrific. I wouldn't want to fly. <laughs> we were just sitting there like, when is it going to be over? <laughs> yeah, God. Okay. Um, question seven. If you could have any one superpower, what would you pick and why? I would pick to go invisible probably. I don't know why, but literally, you know, when you're a child and you um, think about super like powers mm. that you would want to have, I've always wanted to be able to go invisible just because I think it would be so fun. <laughs> to go and like spy on people and I know it sounds bad but it would just be so fun to like walk around and not have anyone even like notice mm. that you're there you know I just th- I just think it would be really fun okay all right sounds good yeah okay question eight what occupation other than your own would you most like to attempt mm, could I say primary education because I'm not actually sure. doing that yet okay yeah teacher okay so you obviously must love working with kids yeah, I love kids. Yeah, I love them, but uh, not so much babies. They're, they're I'm I'm a bit yeah I'm a bit weird with babies. I'm, I like don't know how to hold them and don't know how to deal with them when they cry. <laughs> That's all right. You, you do know that to become young kids, they have to be babies first, right? That's yeah, I stage know. of life. Yeah. But you don't want to. I know I was a baby once too. <laughs> you don't want to work with them. I, I completely understand that. Okay, yeah. what job or occupation other than your own would you definitely not like to attempt? flight attendant i would absolutely hate that i know one of my really close friends is a flight attendant and i don't know how she does it like i am terrified of flying it just gives me so much anxiety uh every time i go on a flight i have to take anxiety medication because i'm just way too anxious but yeah i I don't know how and to be able to walk up and down the aisles and serve people even when there's turbulence and stuff i don't know how they do it i really don't (laughs) Yeah, no, if you're terrified of flying, if I can only mm-hmm. imagine that being a flight attendant is not going to be high on your high on your list. No. <laughs> I would absolutely hate that. Okay, okay. final question. If mm-hmm. heaven exists, what mm-hmm. would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Probably that he's proud of me because it's a really nice feeling having someone say that they're proud of you, no matter what the circumstance mm-hmm. is. I feel like it's a really nice feeling and knowing that he's proud of the work that I I did in my life because, of course, he's looking over us. So, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. I was so not prepared for those questions at the end, but I did my best anyway. (laughs) (laughs) You did very well. Okay, um, Brooke, I'm going to keep you on for a while once I just end the stream. But before we end it, is there anyone that you want to give a shout-out to, bearing in mind, obviously, that it is Mother's Day as well? I was just Just about to say... (laughs) Yeah, I was just about to say, if my mom is watching, shout out to you. I love you to pieces. My mom has actually 
um, been with me in every single pageant I've done, and I've done a lot. Um, she's helped and supported me through every single one. And like I said, she's seen the highs and the lows. She's flown with me to America twice for pageants. And um, she is definitely afraid of flying just like myself, but she still did it just for me. <laughs> so a huge shout out to my mom. I love you so, so much. Um, and also, of course, a shout out to Charlie and Morgan for allowing me to compete and be a national finalist. I am honored. I'm honored to represent your system. And also a shout out to um, all of my pageant friends that I've made along the way. I appreciate you guys and I love you. Just, just a final question because you brought it up. Can you tell us how many pageants you've competed in? Honestly, I've lost count. I know that I've done a lot. Probably, I honestly, I genuinely couldn't tell you. I would say over 50, oh but I don't God. know. Okay. <laughs> but I don't know if I've done less than 50 or, but that's also including pageants that you go to for like a day. Yeah. Well, and then, yeah, they still count. not like the national yeah. ones. Yeah, they still count, but yeah. They still count because Jasmine Fowler, who was on before, she said she's probably somewhere between the 20 and 30 range, close to the 30 range. Mm. I was expecting that. I was not expecting 50. Something like that. I don't know if it's, it could be way more. I don't really know. It's terrifying. But <laughs> yeah, I, I like to not think about it. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. It's because I love it. It shows that I love it. It shows my passion for it. Yeah. It, it also shows a persistence as well because it, it can't be yeah. easy having to do that again and again. And, you know, the result very often yeah. is out of your control. So as I, yeah, I think it shows persistence as well as showing that you're completely crazy, but whichever way you want, yeah. whichever way yeah, you want to look at it. Okay. Um, well, I'm going to, or Charlie has said all thank you with three, three X's. Uh, Anthony Wayne has just joined. I don't know if he's actually on, but Anthony, Anthony, we're just about to finish, but you can watch the replay. So I'm going to thank Brooke. Uh, thank you for your time. No, thank you for having me. Absolutely, It was fun. As I said, I'll keep you on the line for just a bit. I'm going to end the stream there and I'm going to thank everyone for watching, whether it's live on the replay or on the podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And we will speak to you next time. Hey, it's Adrian. Thanks so much for listening to our podcast. Make sure to subscribe to get details of our new episodes as they drop and connect with us on social at The Pageant Project. Speak to you next time.